Happy Holy Saturday, everyone. I want to share with you today uh, a reading from uh, the Office of Readings today, the second reading, a meditation on our Lord's descent into hell. Uh, the Lord's descent, when what was happening when our blessed Lord slept in death on Holy Saturday. And um, just to meditate upon that and, and, uh, and to, to share that joy with you. If you haven't heard it, um, hopefully it will be a benefit to you. And if you have heard it, I trust it will be a benefit again, because indeed it's a, a wonderful gift. And so this is a, a homily from Holy Saturday from the early church. The author uh, is not uh, is not known. Uh, and so it says this. What is happening? Today there is a great silence over the earth, a great silence and stillness. A great silence because the king sleeps. The earth was in terror and was still because God slept in the flesh and raised up those who were sleeping from the ages. God has died in the flesh and the underworld has trembled. Truly, he goes to seek out our first parent, like a lost sheep. He wishes to visit those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death. He goes to free the prisoner Adam and his fellow prisoner Eve from their pains. He who is God and Adam's son. The Lord goes into them holding his victorious weapon, his cross. When Adam, the first created man, sees him, he strikes his breast in terror and calls out to all, My Lord be with you all. And Christ, in reply, says to Adam, And with your spirit. And grasping his hand, he raises him up, saying, Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give you light. I am your God, who for your sake became your son, who for you and your descendants now speak and command with authority those in prison, come forth, and those in darkness have light, and those who sleep rise. I command you, awake, sleeper. I have not made you to be held a prisoner in the underworld. Arise from the dead. I am the life of the dead. Arise, O man, work of my hands, Arise, you who were fashioned in my image. Rise, let us go hence, for in you, me, and I in you, together we are one undivided person. For you, I, your God, became your son. For you, I, the master, took on your form, that of a slave. For you, I am, I who am above the heavens came on earth and under the earth. For you, man, I became as a man without help, free among the dead. For you, who left a garden, I was handed over to Jews from a garden and crucified in a garden. Look at the spittle on my face, which I received because of you, in order to restore you to that first divine and breathing at creation. See the blows on my cheeks, which I accepted in order to refashion your distorted image to my own image. See the scourging on my back, 
which I accepted in order to disperse the load of your sins which was laid upon your back. See my hands nailed to the tree for a good purpose, for you who stretched out your hand to the tree for an evil one. I slept on the cross, and a sword pierced my side, for you who slept in paradise and brought forth Eve from your side. My side healed the pain of your side. My sleep will release you from your sleep in Hades. My sword has checked the sword which was turned against you. But arise, let us go hence. The enemy brought you out of the land of, pra- of paradise. I will reinstate you, no longer in paradise, but on the throne of heaven. I denied you the tree of life, which was a figure, but now I myself am united to you, I who am life. I posted the cherubim to guard you as they would slaves. Now I make the cherubim worship you as they would God. The cherubim throne has been prepared. The bearers are ready and waiting. The bridal chamber is in order. The food is provided. The everlasting houses and rooms are all in, are in readiness. The treasures of good things have been opened. The kingdom of heaven has been prepared before the ages. Let us pray. Almighty ever-living God, whose only begotten Son descended to the realm of the dead and rose from there to glory, grant that your faithful people who are buried with him in baptism may by his resurrection obtain eternal life. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. I've been reflecting this year, especially upon the, the reality of the, the Triduum liturgies leading up to the, the, Paschal, uh, the Paschal Vigil and Paschal Feast. And it's a, a continued stripping away of, uh, of that which we are used to. Holy Thursday, of course, has begun with, with, with full fanfare and with, um, with the, the ring of the bells of the Gloria and, and with the white vestments and a triumphal procession with the Blessed Sacrament and a time to be with Jesus and to rejoice, um, to rejoice with the Lord who is with us. But then from there we go out and spend Thursday evening with our blessed Lord um, as the disciples would have done with him in the Garden of Gethsemane. After this, the altar is stripped and things begin to be pulled away in the sanctuary. Um, Good Friday, there's a liturgy, but it's not the Mass. The hosts that are given on Good Friday are those that are the extras from Holy Thursday. And rather than than a celebration of Mass, there's a a more simplified uh, liturgy, simply the reception of Holy Communion, with, of course, the veneration of the cross and the solemn intercessions interceding for the world. But then Holy Saturday is is the only day of the year that doesn't actually have a liturgy. Now, sometimes we think, you know, Holy Saturday, we've got the the Mass at night, you know. Um, But the reality is that that even throughout tradition, that, that that... the Easter Vigil Mass traditionally began at midnight. Um, so it would happen in the very early hours of Easter morning. And so Holy Saturday is truly a day where there is 
from start to finish, um, not actually a liturgy of Holy Saturday. It's a day where, as this you know, ancient homily reflects, that that the whole world is in uh, a great silence, a great stillness, because the King sleeps. Um, that our blessed Lord, even as going through the Triduum, um, rejoiced to share that moment with his disciples on Thursday, endured his passion on Friday, and today he rests. And, and we're called to enter into that same rest. Um, I'm always struck that, that every year Holy Saturday seems to be a, a rather solemn, somber day, um, not just liturgically, but also just in the world around me. And maybe it's because I live at the church, but um, it's the reality that everything seems to be kind of stripped away and, and simple. Uh, there's not a lot of things happening on Holy Saturday, which is a beautiful, a beautiful thing, uh, an opportunity for us indeed to, to be able to rest with our King, to be able to, to simply contemplate um, our blessed Lord in silence, uh, sleeping in death. Um, our church today is open until, uh, until the usual evening hour of 8 o'clock. And if you go in, you will likely find that... Uh, at least earlier in the day, you'll you'll, you'll surely find that things are rather simple. Um, that the the altar is not dressed. That there are only a few candlesticks. The tabernacle is open. There are no candles lit. The cross of and the crucifix over the altar is not present yet. Um, that indeed, just liturgically, even physically, um, that everything is 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 silence and stillness. Um, so it's an opportunity to be able to to spend some of that time for yourself today, just to, to be able to rest quietly with our Lord. Um, it's a wonderful opportunity for us, you know, uh, simply to, to come and sit, uh, to sit uh, with our Lord as he slept in death. And so we will continue to, to prepare our hearts. Uh, the Easter vigil will begin for us tonight about 8.30. Uh, so we'll be praying that uh, in private, but indeed, I'll be bringing all of you uh, in my heart to that most holy altar and through those those ancient uh, ancient and venerable uh, rites of Mother Church, uh, casting out the darkness and bringing the light that is Jesus. Um, and we pray that by the grace of that Mass that your heart might be lifted up, especially, uh, especially tomorrow on Easter Sunday, the greatest joy, the uh, the day of days, uh, wherein resurrection is proclaimed uh, with great with great delight, and even though not able to to experience any of the things that we have as normal, and even though the weather's not supposed to be exactly wonderful, um, it is still an opportunity for us to allow our hearts to be lifted up to Christ, uh, to be lifted up in joy, even if we don't experience it in a, in a tangible way, uh, the the fullness of joy that we normally experience on Easter Sunday, especially in account of gathering for Mass, and then almost always uh, it seems to, to spend time with your family, to spend time with friends, and have big gatherings with meals to celebrate the occasion um, tomorrow, much more simplified form in many ways, but, but still a cause for rejoicing, a cause for rejoicing. And so I wish you a, a blessed and peaceful Holy Saturday, and uh, 
blessed Easter tomorrow as we begin to rejoice and to, to shout those, those joyful cries to our Lord, proclaiming the good news that he is risen, that death has been conquered, and that we can rejoice in his light and in his life.